Hello everyone and welcome to the Lightbringers. This is a Guild Wars 2 podcast. I hope you're well. It's been a while. Um, and today we're going to be talking about a fair few things. We're going to be talking about guilds. We're going to be talking about expansions. We're going to be talking about Steam. And I have some amazing and awesome epic guests with me as well. They're going to be here to talk about it with me. You can see them on your screen. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitch Live, which is where we're doing this live, and you're listening on whatever place you may be listening to the podcast, I hope you're well, I hope you're safe, I hope you're good. Um, but yeah, I've got Bird of Chess, Muckluck, and Inks. This is a star lineup if ever I've seen one. They're waving as well, just in case you, you don't know that. I mean, you're listening. It's okay. If you want to go watch the VOD, you can do that. Click in the description. You can go look at the VOD and you can see them waving. Um, otherwise, you know. I guess that's the big right. draw. It is the big draw, yeah. yeah. Look, we've really we've been polishing these waves all during, before we went live, before the recording <laughs> started. So definitely check them out. That's really the core content of today's podcast. Our faces. <laughs> and uh, haircuts and the conversations we have before the stream. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, cheese and milk and loads of stuff. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Whatever. Okay. Right, by the chest. Hello, how are you? What do you do? Where are you, where'd you come from? You don't need to tell us where you come from, <laughs> unless you want to. Um... I was born in a big town. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We've only hey, got two hours. Uh, hey everyone, uh, my name is Rook. You can catch me over at twitch.tv bird of chess. It is a bit of a play off of Rook since it's both a bird and a type of chess piece. While unfortunately, I don't actually know how to play chess, I do play a fair amount of MMOs. So I am an MMO variety streamer. You can mostly catch me doing Guild Wars 2. I'm an Arena Net Partner and Final Fantasy XIV. Um, you can also catch me on podcasts like this, but also regularly over on Aetherite Radio with Gamer Escape, which is their Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Um, I'm expanding out into YouTube right now, so keep an eye on that. But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bird of Chess as well. Um, I'm all about being passionate unashamedly so about the games that we love and creating a supportive positive space on the internet uh that accepts criticism critique and discussion but that also i think focuses on the things we really love about games um and encourages a lot of us to uh, spread that to other people so that's me damn that is an intro <laughs> man okay I right next. That's be i mean <laughs> damn <laughs> You want to just do the intro to the show next time? <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's, that was good stuff. No, no, no. And no YouTube. YouTube as well. Holy shit. Good luck with that. Jeb, bro, I think you're the guest now. I, I am. I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm going to go. No. This, this, this cute quaggan will now be me. <laughs> it's it's probably nice to see. She's a similar haircut. Thank you very much for being here yet again. Appreciate it very much. Of course. Thanks for having me back. Awesome. Um, Mark Luck is new to the new to the podcast. How you doing? So you good? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Jebro? Yeah, I'm all right. You know, I mean, I just finished uni for the first year, my first year of grad school. So I'm pretty happy about that. Pretty damn happy about that. This is why I'm like able to do the podcast again because I'm not busy as that word um but do you want to tell us about i've already failed with the swearing literally i told i told these guys yeah you know um i don't like to swear too much like literally five minutes two minutes in i'll say shit so i already screwed that you, up you didn't do it it didn't the, the curse word did not leave your lips so we're still golden in i my mean book. i already said one i already said one so. 
<laughs> it's okay. Um, Mucklock, what do you do? What do you do on the interwebs, Dallas? Uh, it's hard to follow Rook, but I'll try. <laughs> uh, I am Mucklock Douglas Bartholomew Reginald Esquire the Fourth, and I am a Twitcher, as my son would say, as well as YouTuber. Uh, so twitch.tv slash muckluck or uh, muckluck youtube is the name of the youtube channel mostly known for guild wars 2 guides across all topics of the game that's where i think i've got most of my audience i think that's where i've hooked most of them and then on stream i sing and dance and try to be as entertaining as possible thanks i don't have the long list of things like she does so <laughs> hopefully those two are enough that was a very good list it was a very good list, indeed. Agreed. Agreed, indeed. Um, also, I'm seeing, I'm seeing in the chat here, and did I maybe just miss it, is your birthday today? Uh, three days ago. On Sunday, I had a birthday stream. Ah, uh, happy birthday! Happy birthday, thank man. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Was that the 23rd? Yes, it is, Inks. I believe we share one. Yeah. yeah oh, it's your birthday as well! Yeah. Hey! Ooh. Happy Double Birthday! <laughs> oh, it's the Inks of My Club birthday stream! That's so cute! <laughs> Amazing! Well, happy birthday to you both! I hope you got we'll many. Get a uh, quaggan shaped cake and cut it to bits. Did you get a quaggan shaped cake? No, I'm saying we should. Oh. This one oh, damn it. <laughs> I was like, you guys are living the dream and my life sucks. <laughs> like, Damn. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, follow uh, Mark Luck as well on all the things. Um, all the information will be in the description as well for all of these guys. Um, and Inks, how are you doing, my friend? It's good to see you, and hopefully we get to have you here for the entire period this time. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, geez, the last time we did this, uh, I ended up getting really sick. So yes. let's hope for not a repeat performance, but that was terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I hope you're much better now. Yeah, no, I've been good. I've been good. Okay, awesome. So, no complaints. Uh, I haven't really been working on anything. Okay. I stream occasionally on Twitch mm -hmm. at MMO Inks and uh, occasional YouTube video on youtube.com slash MMO Inks. Awesome. And if you're in chat and Twitch right now, you can do exclamation mark... TLB <laughs> and you can find all the links for the people if you are on YouTube and all the other places you can find the links in the description for all these guys Twitch channels and I appreciate if you can go and chat them a follow very much they're very awesome creators in their own right and they do many different things which are awesome uh, hence why they're here um, so we talk about things a lot on this podcast uh, sometimes on topic sometimes off topic um, many topics are had my original topic was going to be guilds and uh where, where is the guild in Guild Wars 2 uh, was actually going to be the title of this podcast because I think a lot of people do ask that question a lot. Um, but then, yesterday, during Guild Chat, during the 25th, on the 25th of August 2020, the anniversary of the launch, the 8th anniversary of the launch of Guild Wars 2, um, there was a Guild Chat and they basically just dropped a ton of information. So I was like, well, we should probably talk about that because it's kind of important. Um... So the first, I think the first one of the first major things uh, was that Guild Wars 2 is coming to Steam in November. Steam. It's available on another launcher. It's available somewhere else where lots of people can type in free MMORPG into the search and be like, 
there's guild wars 2 maybe well partly that could be an interesting how how they manage that whole thing um did you guys watch guild chat yesterday was it mm -hmm. was it during your streams or is it like just kind of catch you later or, or people coming into your chat like in mine during while i was streaming new world and it's just saying guys there's stuff happening and i was just like shut the fuck up <laughs> i want to watch it right is there anything it was much earlier than my stream but i did watch the whole thing you did watch what did you what did you think about the steam announcement mark Clark? dude i did a whole i rushed out a video on it yesterday i said i've said for months that they needed to and I've, I've literally used a recording of myself in the past saying this that they need to put it on steam or do twitch commercials because this whole billboards and quiznos ain't cutting it and i'm i'm so happy to see it uh tara uh black desert online i think there was a star wars mmo when they all went to steam their user populations doubled sports all went to so, steam about a month ago yeah yeah so yeah. i i think it's a good thing i'm happy to see it Awesome. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I mean, it's one of those things where Guild Wars 2 has so much to offer, and especially for a game that is buy-to-play, but essentially free-to-play with no sub. I mean, mm. the cost to entry is so low, and I have so many people who say, like, how have I never heard of this game? Mm. And yet, the, like, quality of story and releases and things that we get are really some of the closest to a subscription model out of any game that is really as accessible to get into as Guild Wars 2 is. So it's so nice to see that actually being sort of showcased on a platform where people don't have to kind of like search for lists of MMOs or, you know, try to find categories on Twitch to ask streamers about MMOs, but instead to be able to just search on Steam and find that, like you were saying, Mucklock, it's going to be huge. Awesome. So true. Thanks. What did you think? I think it's, uh, I don't quite understand what takes video game producers so long to get their games on Steam sometimes. Like, Swotor has been out for even longer than Guild Wars 2. Like, yeah, what takes so long before. to make that transition? I'm, I'm sure they got to pay a fee or they lose some money or whatever, but... I, um, I think it's exactly that, because I think if money. anyone buys gems through... Mm -hmm steam guild wars 2 i think right. steam will get like 30 percent of it or something oh, yeah i'm sure i've heard that i was gonna say i've heard that a lot of indie developers and things even that's part of what's been drawing people over to like epic games launcher and stuff right that mm -hmm. some of those cuts and some of those negotiations behind the scenes can be far more punishing on developers so i'm sure that's what kind of made them hesitant but you also get so many more people that it's kind of a trade-off yeah, I mean, if it's yeah. if it's going to like double your population, thirty percent is not so bad. Uh, re regardless, of, regardless of that, there are people out there, and I, I've seen this mentioned in chat and on Twitter yesterday. Some people said this to me as well, who only play games that are on Steam, like they don't go outside that sphere. So that's going to help as well. And I think, in terms of ArenaNet, they'll be able to put the expansions and stuff on there. They'll be able to run sales through Steam that will get a lot more traction mm. and viewership than they have in the past. Their marketing hasn't always been very good um, or not very good at all. So I think that this is going to uh, really, really boost them up as far as forms, ease of installment. Man. I mean, you know, forms, ease of installment. Like, you're completely right. Absolutely. I just want, I just want to know the Heart of Forms marketing was fairly decent. That, that's when yeah, I was but then, like... But then Path of Fire, they 
I don't know the exact reason, but they decided to do the exact opposite, which... Yeah. We've had this conversation. I, I don't understand. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, you're uh, right, though. Yeah. I think Steam yeah. is great, and, and because we're getting a new expansion 2021, which we'll talk about soon, mm. uh, that's really going to help with ease of installation and grabbing attention. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be... An, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I think, like you guys, I'm shocked, but also not surprised again, uh, the reasons. I mean, there's many MMOs which have come to Steam. I just saw Albion Online's on Steam again. I think that was, came out maybe a year or so ago and then went to Steam. And then if you type MMORPG into Steam, which is what I just did, there's like Destiny 2, there's Elder Scrolls Online, Final Fantasy 14. And it's like there's the big there's the big free after a while, uh, World of Warcraft, Big 4 or so, which is Final Fantasy ESO. Video and then Guild Wars 2, not in any specific order. Um, of just, you know, these MMOs which should be like on Steam and Guild Wars 2 is the one that wasn't. And I was just like, I mean, there's, there's, I know that they do, ArenaNet definitely do things differently. And, you know, it's always the, the, the motto is it's out when it's ready and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's good to be doing the same things as other people are doing. If something, if someone's doing something that's successful, you can take that thing and you can just make it your own and make it success, you know? There's, and it's a lot very much like streaming as well, you know? People borrow from everyone in different ways. They just make it their own or, or they make something you original. Just, uh, you've just told the story of World of Warcraft. It's exactly what Blizzard does. Exactly, yeah, wait yeah, for yeah. somebody else to produce something cool and they just take in that into their game with their little twist. And why why yeah. the hell not? <laughs> like, sure. I mean, there's nothing know, wrong that, with that. That's it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It, mm. It's good, right? But, uh, and it's been it's interesting one of the things. Too. I mean, because WoW has, in so many ways, I think it changed what we expected from modern MMOs, right? So yeah. we were even talking about EverQuest and stuff before stream, mm. but. Um, the original release, like the original MMOs, were very different in sort of the way that they tailored to their audiences. And then WoW came along, and even classic WoW is considered to be a more casual MMO experience initially. So we've seen, like, in MMOs in particular, there is a lot of back and forth between, like, what works for the market? What helps the subscriptions? How do we get our MMO out there? How do we continue to build our base? And I think the Steam transition is, I mean, perfect timing, because with the hype for a new expansion with all this other stuff that's going to be happening, right? This could be a huge thing to really push forward. And the fact that, I mean, I think we are really coming off of some great, um, like our cadences right now are so stable, even with mm. the pandemic, which has been baffling to me. Like I watched Final Fantasy 14 that's been on like a three month delay. Um, and even with the voice acting stuff, you know, I think that ArenaNet is really pushing to sort of aggressively put Guild Wars 2 forward in a way that's really exciting to see, and it makes me so happy because uh, it makes me really optimistic for everything that's about to come, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think the one thing I, I do think about, and, and as we shift from, like, I guess, talking about Steam to almost the expansion, because it is, it is a good lineup, I've, you know, I think like Ink said as well, in in this build up to the expansion, it's going to be important to do to do it very differently because, for all we know, I think you know this it could be you know it could be the last one. You never know. It's been eight years. Um, it could be you know 
you, you just don't know, but it, it's something's got to change from the last oh, one. You know? Really quickly on that topic, uh, someone actually posted on the forums yesterday, and they said, mm -hmm. is this the last expansion? Mm -hmm. uh, and then Ruby replied to it, and I don't have it in front of me, so this may not be word for word, but she said something along the lines of, this is not the end of the story. Oh, really? Now, that could mean simply that there are more living worlds afterward. It could mean another expansion. It could be buy our new book. You know, I, I don't know, but th that happened yesterday. So I just wanted to throw. Could that be out a new there. game. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. They're working on something else. They are. They got something planned. Oh, they, they got do. Something planned. They work. They're working. I mean, we know this from people who are actually tweeting. They're saying they're working at ArenaNet and they're doing something else. And when they said they're doing something else, it's not an expansion. I don't think so. It's definitely something else, and I have no idea no, what it there's is. A, there's at least one secondary team working on something mm -hmm. totally unrelated. Uh, Jen, Jennifer Schuler. She's the one. Up. She's the yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully Let's I hope we don't hear them say, don't you guys have phones? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> but I, I think it's important because people see the word end and they think, okay, this is it, you know? Yeah. And for a long time, too, uh, a lot of us who have been in the community or part of the game for a long time mm -hmm. have said that, um, you know, where does the game go once we're done with dragons? Um, and it's good to know, or it's good to have just reassurance that there's going to be something else after it. I mean, you know, other MMOs out there, just because they're done a particular storyline, yeah, doesn't mean that they're not going to keep developing the game. Uh, it's it's a moneymaker for them. They're not going to just stop and say, "Okay, we're done." You know, we're we're good. No, I mean so, this is arena that's yeah, going to go on. I, I mean, this is arena that's product. This is their sole thing. They were going to have two others, and there was going to be some two other things that we didn't get to find out about in the end no matter what we know from different sources that they're not existing or maybe one of them do and it was continued but like this is their thing so they can't they're just not gonna do that they've got a studio to pay for they've got people to you know employ and even though they um their staff has changed around so much in the last two years probably you know as a hazarding a guess probably more so in the last two years than they've ever had in their whole existence i would imagine i mean you know we've changed director what like two or three times since 2015 at least um you know mike no one really knew he even left mike z um it was really funny i was playing in the crucible community event last friday and i was getting excited about the new updates they put into the game and Mike Z's in the flipping voice chat. And I was like, oh, yeah, he works on Crucible. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. It was like I was screaming over these new additions. I was like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, I was like, this is so good. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the, you know, the guy who is the director of Guild Wars Awesome. Um, yeah, it's been... Oh, sorry, Jeb, did you want to... No, I mean, it was just the comment of like, you know, we don't know who that person is. We don't... We know who the new person is, I guess, but we don't know... There's a lot of different things which feel a little bit uncertain, I guess, arena net for me at the moment personally, just as a player and a content creator at times. To hear this information yesterday was a really good indication for the future and like a thing where, you know, I know what's going to happen in the future for this game. And before, like last year, Bird of Chess was there as well at the event. Um, and I, I'm not going to speak for you and say exactly how you feel about it because it's your thoughts and feelings. But I was at the event and I was like, 
there's no expansion coming and they're doing things differently because that's kind of how I think most people felt in the audience because I think they felt about that as well. And then, you know, Mike's gone and is then, then other people left as well. And I feel like that their direction changed. Do you guys feel that at all, that the direction keeps changing for them or the, at least the message they maybe give out to us changes consistently? Or is it just, is it just me? I don't know. Mark, do you want to have a... Think about I that? definitely you feel, feel like... When it comes to the content creators of this game, I, I almost feel like the, the junior member. Like, I, I've been making stuff for this game for like a year, and I know some of y'all been at it for seven or eight. So, like, a lot of the names... Like, like, you know the Mike Z and the, these specific people's names that many... I would have to wiki these people to, to know them yeah, by name. Yeah, sorry. I'm not giving any context. Say, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fine, you're fine. But that, to, to me, that just goes into like, okay, I, I would need to do more research to really mm. pitch in on that. Um, but I will say in looking at what I know of the timeline of this game, it definitely seems like there was a time period where they cared about raids, and then there was a time period they cared about fractals, and a time mm. period they cared about World v. World, and they were all for some reason mutually exclusive. And that does strike me as odd. I mean, however, though, I think that brings up a really good point, because... I think people who have come from the history of, like, Guild Wars 1 into Guild Wars 2 through all the years of development, right? I would say that at least, like, looking as somebody who just started playing the game myself within the last uh, three years, four yeah. years, I guess it's almost been now, um, I don't have that really long history with it either, right? Mm. Like, sure, I have a little bit of time under my belt at this point, and, like, you know, I'm all caught up, and I've, I've been working on a lot of different projects and all sorts of things, but it's it's one of those things where... I think that long history sometimes can almost be a burden on looking ahead to new yeah. things and new changes because you do know what ups and downs there have been in the development. And I think one thing with Guild Wars 2 is that it has been a little unpredictable and the way that they have sort of conveyed information has been a little bit unpredictable over the years. But I do think that like there's no need for, I think a lot of times the absolute panic that seems to happen in all MMOs. This is not unique to Guild Wars 2. Like Final nope. Fantasy 14, they told us the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, the next expansion is going to be the end to the Hydaelyn Zodiac stuff. And everybody's like, the game's over, the game's done, the game's done. <laughs> and you're just like, no, it is not. Like they've said as much. We know it's not, right? Mm. And I think you have to really look at what is happening now. And like, the new teams and in the longevity of any MMO, there's going to be turnover. Like, these games run for years. You're going to have new people take over. And sometimes that can honestly be one of the best things for the game because it brings new eyes in. We've seen them trying to balance content better. We've seen the releases getting more and more consistent. The story is flourishing. So many things are doing so well in the game right now. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to look at that. And like the chat was saying, like, them putting it on Steam as well indicates to me that, like, no, they're looking ahead to the future, right? Like, yeah. this is is probably not the end if anything i think they're trying to really figure out how they're taking the game forward mm -hmm. and that is a good thing for us as players um and they've been more communicative about it than ever so true very true yeah i'm thinking definitely the future is is brighter than i think it has been in the last two years i would say i don't know i'm not sure how uh, how inks kind of feels Look at Inks, Inks' face while we're talking about this. I'm, I'm like, I'm never, I'm never sure how Inks actually feels, in all honesty. Well, that troubles me as a, as a budding counsellor in mental health. <laughs> but, things, uh, I'm just like, things have been rough since Heart of Thorns. Yeah. Uh, okay. Path of Fire didn't really 
go over very well. Yeah. I think, you know, it's one of these things where you have three or four different parts of the community all screaming for different things. And whoever's the loudest is who they sometimes listen to. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. And from Heart of Thorns, it was everything's too difficult. Right. So they came to Path of Fire, and rather than meet some sort of middle road, everything was then just too easy for the most part, with the exception of, you know, a couple of things here and there. Mm -hmm. And the same for raids. I think it's very unfortunate that raids don't seem to be on the horizon. I think they've broken up the team, haven't they? Uh, probably more than once. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Fractals, we know we're getting a new Fractal from the stream yeah. yesterday. They uh -huh. talked a little bit about that, so that's good. Sunqua Peak. Yeah, but there really needs to be challenge modes and different levels of difficulty, because right now, as it stands, for the last year or two, mm. Guild Wars 2 has really been about a story single-player MMORPG, which is kind of strange, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, yes and... and no, though. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, 14's doing the same thing with its story, and it's thriving. And I, I think the story can be a really strong draw, but you have to figure out how you balance your content in addition to that, right? Mm. It sounds like yeah, an I, I, well. I think they're very heavy on the story aspect. And before Ice Brood Saga... The stories had become very cookie cutter. The maps were cookie cutter. The uh, thank you. The the maps were cookie cutter. The events were cookie cutter. Like it was just okay. This release, here's a new map. Here's a stuff. Okay, the next release is kind of a mirror of that as well. They broke from that with Ice Brood Saga, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because of the voice acting or whatever. It it just hasn't like I don't care about it this year at all, which is a shame. But I am excited for a new expansion, but, you know, a huge content drop. I think um, the the voice acting is very... You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Like, right, yeah, for sure. Very much, because I, I felt that in the previous episode to this one, which I actually haven't played, because I didn't have a great experience without the voice acting. It was it felt very empty. Um, and I think it's it's not because the story wasn't good... Uh, at all but it was just I, all I would hear every so often was the old the voice lines from Holbrack or the, the voice lines from Char in like you know different areas and and but I had fun with it you know I still I just did the voices myself um, <laughs> and and had fun with it just do what you know you do what a streamer does um, Dude, I, I did that for a little while and oh, really? I, I have a stupid character on my stream named Dennis and he, Dennis. He's like, and he's an idiot right and <laughs> and uh he people were like basically telling me oh like do that guy's Dennis do this is that blah 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 and I was doing this scene that I didn't realize it yet but it was supposed to be like a really dark scene and like yeah. it leads to a murder and I, I'm just reading the dialogue not really thinking about it before I read it and then you know I with that face on, I was like, "Your friends, you're all dead," you know. And, and then I was like, "Jesus," you know. And I was like, "All right, hold it, guys, we got to turn this off." I, what is going on? I wasn't really paying attention. And uh, yeah, it was a really. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think my power is going out. Oh no! Oh no! no you're wait, back? are we back? Are we back to the power supply hole? It looks like you're still here for. I mentioned this earlier in the. Uh, I mentioned this earlier in the 
Discord. Uh, there is a storm here, so if I go, it's not because I hate you. Oh, wait, <laughs> shit. Is it one of those really, like, crazy ones at the moment? I mean, up until this point, it had just been, like, lots of thunder. But uh, the, the power flickered there, but the power supply kept us on. Okay. Um... <laughs> Stay safe. Yeah, I, I, I really gotta get a power supply because I don't have. What is it? Wait, is that? A, oh wow, you are a pro. That is crazy. What is it? Just like you are now the only one with power in your entire house. May, oh no no no. When I okay, when I say a power supply, I mean like a uninterruptible power supply you have under your desk. You plug your computer into. Oh okay, right like, right. Yeah. It kept the computer on. The power flickered, and then it it took over again. Gotcha. Right, okay. I was like okay. Um, I don't have a generator behind me, like burning gasoline. Dude, people have these things as streamers, man. They do. They have these backup, it's like funny. battery. I mean, totally, things. totally off topic. But my my stepdad had uh, the their house set up with a an automatic backup generator because um, last year they had a lot of power outages and stuff. So oh, jeez. Damn. We don't have that here in the city. It goes out. It's just out. That's it. That's the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, same for me. Um, now but, I'm just uh, imagining that Ninja has like a nuclear reactor in the oh, basement. Oh, of course it does. I mean, probably. <laughs> obviously. He is the, the reactor. <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting, though, because I think I, I seem to have had a very different experience with season four and season five than I think a lot of people have, which yeah. I fully admit. And like, I am always one of those people that says like, hey, we absolutely can all have different experiences. Um, I actually loved season four. And I think what seems to have been really difficult for season four is the fact that again people didn't know what kind of content they were going to be getting there were huge droughts and things like raid content which is somebody who raids and teaches new raiders with our raiding guild that we have like that is frustrating and it is tough you know trying to incentivize people to want to get into it when that scene is kind of unpredictable yeah. um, we also had no idea about anything with the new expansion which was really odd so i think there were a lot of things around that that were frustrating but from a simply narrative standpoint and as somebody who grew up on like classic rpgs and all sorts of things like i loved season four and i loved seeing this twist with like oh we're not just going to kill the dragons we are actually going to have a story where we truly have a partnership with one of them and we start learning some things and like broadening our perspective of the world and all of the things that kind of happened in that mm. were really exciting for me and also i love warina and i would die for her and then we got into season five. <laughs> I would die for her. <laughs> I would literally, I would die for her. I would die for her. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't sacrifice my in-game character for her, but I would die. I would die, um, yeah. But then we got into season five, and I really feel like the nuance of writing has blossomed. I think our mm -hmm. character development has really shown. I think that a lot of the conflicts and things that maybe in the past weren't really fully fleshed out, we're really seeing them give a great kind of thematic twist to and the events and the maps are reflecting that sort of momentum of the story which is really lovely and we're getting some new things like world versus world pve and like all of that is fun um i really enjoyed that and i had the benefit of having gone to theater school so i voice acted i used that expensive degree to voice act mm -hmm. both of the new episodes which was really fun and a huge challenge because there are so many characters and i i totally understand that like especially the final fight of the most recent one I had to basically stop fighting because there was just so much dialogue that I was there with some of our, you know, viewers. And I was like, you're going to have to kill it because I'm just going to be voice acting for approximately 10 minutes. So like, it was really incredible with that, like actually getting to get 
I think, the dramatic high point of that episode. Yeah. So I'm hoping that once it gets added back in, people who maybe don't have the time or, or you know, we're focusing on other things or we're doing it solo will be able mm. to really experience that because I do think it was a beautiful dramatic high that really mm. brought together a lot of those character stories. Um, but I do, I do agree that it felt a little strange at the time, Jeb, I was thinking back to this, to have the season five reveal the way it was. I think if they had at the end just said, oh, and by the way, there's a new expat coming. And even if they had just had that art up, it, it would have been a yeah. wholly different mm -hmm. experience. Yep. But I even said it Good. in some footage that I captured afterwards where I was like, I think this is them telling us there is much more to look forward to. Yeah. And we may have a new expansion, but they just didn't say it and people are angry. So <laughs> Yeah, it's always the information you share because like PAX West and uh E3 or PAX East even, there's always been like if they've done a thing, normally uh, I'm not gonna say it normally. Gamescom not so much. Um they'll be like and they've made a you know, they've made a fuss about it and they've been like, you know, come to this venue to do the thing, which is outside of PAX West, which they've done many times. And I got to go to that this time, as obviously you did as well, and there were some other peeps there. Um, was just like, oh, god damn. It was really good, and it was really fun, because it always is, because I get to see all my friends from Guild Wars 2, and that's always a good time. I've done it many times, and it's always great. Um, and But then to not have maybe necessarily the X-Pack announcement with that was kind of sucky, and that was like 2000, what was it, 2018 now? No, wait, it was last year. It was last year, wasn't it? It was literally a year ago. The saga one? Yeah, it was literally a year yeah, ago. I think that was last yeah. year. That was a year ago, Rick. That was a year ago. That's madness. That's I can't believe that. Actual it's madness. Crazy. Like, wow, shit, that has been a year. Um, and a lot happens in here. Um, but I, I think, you know, we're all excited. And then and then yesterday we got we get this. Screw it, I'm gonna show it. Um let me just pop this on the screen. I don't know if the chat has seen it yet, and if this is the first time you've seen it, then cool. Um, I guess. Where the hell have you been, also? Um, <laughs> I'm going to show it very quickly. Uh, it is the... So what, what Ruby did, and this was, this was nice, because they still do the guild chats every, every so often. And they put it on the screen, and they had these interviews, these very in-depth interviews, which is so... Uh, insightful um, and bring a lot of awareness to the to the player base that do get to watch. And I'm very, it's very sad that more people don't get to see this about their thought processes behind the things they're doing, how they work things through, and also the personalities behind the game, which I which I love. I think that's very awesome. And um, and then Ruby was like, um, I'm not going to introduce this. It speaks for itself, kind of thing on the stream, and it's just oh, like. Oh, oh. Really quick before yeah. you hit play, yeah, yeah, there was a few people that reportedly from the chat, and you know, I read it on the internet, so it must be true. But they were saying <laughs> that right after he said, I'm gonna let this speak for itself, they got a, a Chick fil A commercial that interrupted the stream. No way, <laughs> that's oh no, amazing. that would be that, that would be Twitch, that would be Twitch's fault. Oh, yeah, but it's really funny. Oh no, that is amazing, actually. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Ruby's just like, nuggets. <laughs> I mean, I like, we all like nuggets, surely. I mean, does anyone not like nuggets? I don't know. Inks, don't tell me you don't like nuggets, because if you don't, I'm in the call. <laughs>
still hasn't said doesn't want to upset me um okay right i'm gonna show you guys the stream um these guys are gonna be have to be awkwardly silent for a moment um while i show this but uh enjoy it's about a minute it's not very long if there are any audio issues let me know in the chat and uh just enjoy from it this land it's a monument to mortal resilience upon the very thing that sought to end theirs. Portals are little flames, brilliant, hot, then gone. Those who face eternity easily forget what a lifetime means, what an ending means. You know it doesn't have to be this way. No, Kunavaya, it does. They need me. Ooh, the cycle is reborn, etc. <laughs> that was like, it wasn't very long. And that's okay. But it was a trailer. And that, like, literally when they got shown, like, everyone came into, like, there was just people in the community came into chat. was like, there's a new expansion and the trailer's really good. It's good to see explosions of excitement. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, first of all, Inks, how did you feel when you saw the trailer? What did you reckon? I know you're a very excitable person sometimes, and it's very difficult to, uh, to, uh, you know, hold you back when you get excited about things, but, um... <laughs> Alright, give me two seconds, sorry. Streams. So, again, what did um, you say? No, 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 I, I loved it. I, I thought you it did. was a good trailer. Um, some people were saying to me, you know, why are people so excited? Because we knew that it was going to be Kantha, and we knew that it was coming. Well, mm -hmm. people were excited because they actually confirmed it. They actually showed you something. They gave you a little hint of what is to come. So that's why people are excited. Um, I, I, you know, I think it makes perfect sense. I got excited. I got, I got uh, hyped by the trailer. Yes, I knew it was going to be in Kantha, and, and I knew there was going to be an expansion, but having arena net say cantha confirmed and showing a trailer um you know means more than just a blog post about something you know very true very true an eggs got excited about things so you know ship bloody well be everyone <laughs> I, I, I digress. I'm taking the piss. Um, but Chess, how did you feel when you saw the the expansion? What did you think? What did you think about the actual uh, expansion, the trailer? Uh, what did you think about the trailer as well? It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I mean, the first thing that struck me, and this is so silly because most people, you know, are like I want all the details about everything, right? But I love the art style that they're mm -hmm. bringing. Um, even the color palette, right? Like the palette that we saw in that preview image now to this trailer. It's so beautiful. Those like vibrant pastels. Um, it's something that I honestly, this is such a weird note, but it's something that I honestly love to see because I think that Guild Wars 2's world designs have always been gorgeous in a way that sometimes maybe other MMOs don't push as much. Like, well, we have an evil place, so we'll make big dark buildings that glow neon. And it's like, okay. But Guild Wars 2 has always had a really beautiful, vibrant world, so I was really excited to see that it seems like Kantha has a really distinctive, beautiful visual style that they've already obviously solidified. 
probably drawing off of pelts with like the jade sea and things there, right? Mm. Um, so that was awesome. Also, any kind of dragons, I will take them. If you didn't guess by me being like, Orin's my favorite ever, I'm so excited that Kunavang is back. And um, as somebody who just played Guild Wars 1 factions myself within the past uh, couple years for the first time, I really loved the story. And I think that it gives them a great setting, especially if they are like culminating the draconic struggle. Um, you know, we've already seen two, two of our major dragons being sort of sort of hinted at here one for sure Jormag is definitely happening primordus has kind of been hinted at in season five and i am very very excited especially with some of the splash art uh, that it kind of looks like bubbles maybe i mean i just i'm saying it seems like we're gonna have a lot of crazy stuff happening and i can't wait to see how it all pans out there was a there was a twitter post from or there was a tweet i guess from the narrative director for end of dragons Mm -hmm. And I apologize, the name escapes me at the moment. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, but they had said that Kunavang, obviously. Now, I had forgotten what Arene's voice sounded like, so I just thought the other dragon talking was Arene. It's not. It's a character we don't know about or haven't seen before. So that should be pretty interesting. We're, we're talking about two dragons, one we know about from Guild Wars 1, Kunavang, and possibly another dragon because of the logo, that we don't know about. Bubbles. <laughs> Steve, yeah, whoever. Yeah. Steve from down Steve. the road. So yeah, exactly. So you're both excited about potentially what what could be. Mark, Clark, um, do you did you play the Guild Wars factions? Did you do you know? I I did, um, but I will say that Guild Wars 1 didn't hook me the way the Guild Wars 2 did. Mm -hmm. So I played um, Prophecies, Eye of the North, and Factions. I never yeah. did Nightfall, but I also played them one time through, and that was like a decade ago. So, like, I remember missing my Ritualist. He was very dear to me. <laughs> but the rest of the story, I admit, I'm very rusty on. So, like, mm -hmm. after I watched the trailer yesterday, I went straight to the wiki and was looking up Kunavang, and I'm like, all right, who is this guy? I'm like, all right, yeah, he was the thing with Shiro. Okay, you know, I had I had to do a refresher for myself. Yeah, I need to get I need to get that as well because I actually streamed my progression on Guild Wars, and I'm starting to think, did I play factions? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> and that wasn't that long time ago, and I'm just like, oh fuck, maybe I'm just getting old now. I don't know. That's when you look at your Hall of Monuments, you're like, apparently I did. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't play Factions, I don't think. I don't think I did, no. No. So, I know what I'm doing next year. <laughs> I, on stream, apparently I'm playing Factions. So, there you go. Stream, stream announcement, Factions will be next year. Um, but that will be in the lead up. Yeah, we should, actually. There we go. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. No more jumping. No. I think it's also really neat that they are setting the end of this sort of draconic arc in Cantha, because I know when, when sort of, you know, the first image came out and everybody was going, oh, there was like a mix. Half of the people were really excited because they loved factions and the content that it brought and especially the PvP content and the setting. Mm -hmm. And then half of the people that I would have and be talking to in chat were like, I am not excited. Why are they just rehashing more stuff from Guild Wars 1? I don't, I don't get it. But I said it then and I will continue to say it now. I think that there does come a time, right, where if you are like an MMO or any kind of game that is kind of a legacy, right, it's an ongoing thing where you have to sort of decide to yourself, um, your developmental team, like, 
what do we do so that players feel like this world is consistent and our story has these ties and it, you know, it, it brings that nostalgia, but not in a overused way. And then how do we move past that to grow it into something else? And there are all these wonderful, wonderful, unique things in Guild Wars too, like the fact that humans are aliens, like all this stuff that, I mean, they can absolutely explore plot wise, but I think they needed to give like a final wrap up to a lot of the zones and the things and the storylines that still really strongly connect to that Guild Wars 1 thread. And mm -hmm. so I love having Cantha be our setting and then having maybe this end to the arc with the dragons and looking ahead to the future because we knew that day would come. There's only so many dragons. And yeah. we learned that we can't keep killing them. Mm -hmm. So there has to be a future. There has to be a future at some point. Um, and I think this could be a really lovely way to say like, hey, here's a little button on the stuff from Guild Wars 1 and now we're moving ahead with our legacy into the future to create something new. Yeah. I mean, these, it's always been like, you know, the dragons have been the overarching thing, right? They've been the thing. You know, if with Heart of Thorns, I think that's the first time where I really properly, I guess, experienced, because even in the main story, I didn't really feel, feel it. But like Heart of Thorns, where I was like, there's this, you know, there's Mordromoth, like there's this guy, but then there's all of these, like all these big stories inside, these mini stories of different characters. And, um, you know, there, there was... I'm not, I'm not going to talk about them massively, but there was just there were just stories which you know I I did enjoy, even if I didn't massively enjoy going through the maps while doing them, um, and you know even during Path of Fire, I really I did enjoy the story in Path of Fire. I didn't, you know, it was it was something it did, and and it wasn't you know, it wasn't about you know just dragons all the time, and they can do it, they can do it, and we've seen it before. So I think you're very very right. Uh, about that rook and I'm excited to see that as well I mean I think I, I was very surprised like it was very bright it's very colorful it's very it's very the opposite of what we have right now <laughs> in the game it's like it's very white blue um black it's dark it's you know and then suddenly we just got this burst of color and just brightness and it's just like it's almost like it almost feels like a completely different game just the trailer and even on the steam trailer they've got this the path of fire trailer have you seen that the old one and i was like yeah the game looks so different there again and it's so it's so descriptive of how i feel about guild wars 2 sometimes about their direction but sometimes they just go in every way they're trained they're always trying to change they do try and change things up in terms of you know the way they're telling stories the way they're going with the games and something Mark like said about the individual modes as well. I do feel like sometimes there's some separation um, in what they're trying to do. I'm not sure about what my point is right now. I think that's just a thought I had that I just put out there. Um, but sometimes that happens and you guys know that. Um, and suddenly I've got wooden potatoes on my screen. Um, <laughs> uh, who is back, apparently, uh, which is cool. Um, he's been away for a while as well, so it's, it's uh, good timing. Um... But yeah, I'm excited. I think I think the expansion talk and everything else has taken over exactly what I wanted to talk about today, so I'm actually going to change the subject. Is there anything anyone wanted to say about the expansion or the, yesterday's uh, announcements that maybe I've missed? Um, I don't think there is anything else, is there? I can't have a confirmed hashtag. 
use there that. There was Steam, there was the expansions, they're half off right now. Yeah. I'm sure Jebro has a referral link. Yes. You know, if you're not using mine. Yes. Uh, Please go and use all of else? the people's. Underwater Skimmer. I mm -hmm. think that was most of it. Yeah. It's, uh, I. It is going to be interesting. I think most of us are just really looking for more details and excited about it. I'm curious to see if they're going to do something with PAX West digitally. Um, I was kind of bummed because I was going, what if we'd had another really cool expansion release event or like, you know, expansion news event this year? But I'm sure it'll still be great to see whatever they do if they do something online. And the fact that it's coming out in 2021. Which yeah. a lot of people were, you know, kind of going, oh, and and I was over there going, I figured that if they were announcing it, it's probably going to come sometime soon. <laughs> but, yeah. but again, like people, it's been really up in um, up in the air about what exactly is happening with expansions or what exactly the pacing of the future of the game would hold. So it makes sense, and uh, I'm just excited to see when we get more news. I think at this point, Q4. It's got to be Q4 next year for sure. It has to be. I don't think it's going to be any earlier. I think it'd be crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I think oh. it'd be as early as May. Uh, wow. Things think it's early as May. Why, why do you think that? Do you, are you just like, you feel, you're um, feeling... Well, the, the, feeling? the current story, Ice Brew Saga is getting ready to wrap up. It's got, what, one or two episodes left? True. Maybe something like that, which is about six months. Yeah. And six months puts you pretty close to May. So somewhere around there. Um, the other the other date that I would pull out is September because they like mm. to release things in September. So if not in May or June, say it'll be like September October. I'm actually feeling that too. I I don't know exactly what it is, but I do feel like it's going to come sooner than we expect. Um, mm. Which makes me hope that they will lead up to it a bunch. But it does yeah. seem to me, and I I wonder how much of this is sort of a side effect of being a non subscription game. Yeah. which is something that I always try to tell people to keep in mind, right? Subscriptions are very hotly debated in the MMO community, but a lot of times it does mean that there is like a very predictable source of income that allows them to schedule things in a very specific, orchestrated, and aggressive way, right? Whereas Guild Wars 2, I think we've seen a lot over its development. You don't always know exactly what you're getting. Sometimes I'm pretty sure that they do have to do trade-offs. Like, we will release this exactly then, and then we are going to develop this thing, and we're going to, and it kind of makes it erratic. But they've been working more and more and more to streamline it, and I think give people something that they can definitively expect, and then communicate that through blog posts, guild chats, all that kind of stuff, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if they've been working on this for a while and it is going to be coming out sooner rather than later and the fact that we are actually getting news about it now says like we finally got the go ahead to actually share this because it's definitive you know mm. like it's definitely going to happen so that's just my guess i don't know but that's just what i'm feeling my clerk what do you feel i've never been one to really predict games i i, I honestly um I try to be very lenient with my expectations. I'm also a very patient person. Yeah. So when I, like, for example, when they had those huge layoffs, like, a, that was probably over a year ago at this point, you know? Yeah. In my in my head, I'm immediately, like, way more patient with them. So I, I'm pleasantly surprised that they've released stuff every three months since then. So mm -hmm. if they didn't get it out in 2021, I'd be like, oh, that's a bummer, but I also wouldn't be surprised. So I guess, I, I guess I'll probably be the one to say that... If it was super late next year, I would kind of expect that. And if it happens in May and Inks is right and someone's like, oh, you were wrong, how do you feel? I'm going to be like, dude, that's fine, I'm happy. Yeah, that's good. No, exactly, I'm the same as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty patient. It's, it's like, 
definitely compared to when i think age helps as well <laughs> just getting older and just being like eh, i can kind of wait for stuff especially nowadays because there's so much stuff that just comes out all the time anyway and just like well you know i'm good I'm... i will say that i think that arena net feels pretty confident about 2021 or they wouldn't have given you a year or date because they don't like to do that yeah that's true i guess so I, yeah, I guess they never really said... Did they say a year before? I mean, I guess they say we knew Art of Wands, but like, it was just like, this is coming I, I out I think they soon, said like, oh, quarter four of... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, in that year, year right? But, yeah. So they might, not, they might not be solid on which quarter it'll release, but they're yeah. confident before the end of 2021 it should be out. Mm-hmm. Good times. Well, we're thinking about that probably got under an hour to talk about this and uh and maybe you know something we can link to the future expansions as well a future expansion oh wow i'm being uh positive there um <laughs> not that i'm not i don't think i'm a negative person especially about the game other than you know maybe pvp which concerns me massively um <laughs> as it always has done um guilds and guilds and guild wars 2 um which something Oh, you, the mouse is there on Inks' face? Sorry. It's a weird thing that OBS does um, on my other PC. Uh, just a random mouse on Inks' face. Um, thank you for pointing that out. Um, Guilds and Guild Wars 2 are an odd beast, I've always found. Um, and actually, it was the, something Mucklock said yesterday when he was talking about, how, I think, how many guilds do you have to like manage the amount of people you have in your community like that want to join Stretch across YouTube? Isn't 1,500? I have three guilds. Yeah. Uh, but to clarify that, one of my YouTube videos, I've got this one particular video, and in it, 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 it talks about like guild buffs and synthesizers and how helpful they are to new players. Yeah. And I end the video when I said something along the lines of, if you're new and you want a place where you can ask questions or just mooch, that's totally fine. You can use our resources. Just hit me with a whisper in game. And I had no idea what I was getting into when I did that. So at the time I had one guild, now I have three. I've delegated some people that if any, you know, if anybody's been inactive for over a month, they kick them out of the guild and invite somebody new. But it, it, honestly, like honestly, it's kind of a revolving door of people that ask questions. I try to help them and they moot resources. You know, uh, there are some people that have been there forever and, it, you know, those people are kind of a tight knit community, but it's not like 1500 people that know each other. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, yeah but it's still it's still so that's that's like a fact that there is a i i guess a limit and i guess that is quite on the extreme level of things but it just it brought me thinking about functionality of guilds a little bit more as well and i've always been thinking about you know a podcast about having about talking about and literally the title of this was going to be where is the guild in guild wars 2 and thinking about you know what do we do as guilds like you know what is a guild is a guild a community is a guild the name the banner and everything that we kind of sit under that we always do stuff together is it guild missions is it guild pvp world v world um events like it and again you know it's it's whatever you know you do as players and we're all going to do different things you know i'm sure we all do um whether it's raiding pvp guild missions but you know what are the tools that maybe enable us to do these things a little bit easier or to even give us the content where we can be like just as individuals not as streamers when i say content it's always you know 
people think streamers or YouTubers or whatever or Instagrams or influencers and and just like well, content is a thing that we all we all participate in. You know, it's not just you know a buzzword for streaming. Um, that reminds me, I'm recording this, right? Okay, yeah, we're good. Go <laughs> this content coming to you through uh, through content, a place where you can watch content. Um, what what's the guild to you guys? What's the guild to what's the guild to bed of chess? What do you use your guild for? Oh, geez, um, it's interesting because I've run or headed up guilds in several different games now. Mm-hmm. And luck, I don't know how you do three. I'm gonna be real with you. Myself and my mods can barely deal with one. I don't even I don't even know. That's crazy to me. Um Lots of delegation. So much delegation. Seriously, seriously. You cannot do it alone. Um Guild Wars 2 has actually, out of all the games that I've I have made groups or guilds in, has been the most active of all of them, which um really surprised me at first, honestly. But I think that although there's a lot of areas that I definitely think they could bulk the system up and they should. And yes, like this whole debate about like, you know, where is that kind of guild? Do we do guild versus guild? Is there more content coming out for guilds? What about guild hall expansions? When are we even going to get another one? Like there's all these different (laughs) things that I think as a type of content, they could absolutely be monopolizing on and developing more aggressively to really um, create something unique. But at the same time, I do think that Guild Wars 2 has some great features already in it, like those buffs that you were talking about, Muck, um, like the fact that you can be in multiple guilds, so people don't always feel like they have to make some sort of weird trade-off, and you can just represent different guilds at different times. The mm. guild missions, even though they get boring if you've done them a thousand times, they were super fun to me. The, like, the first few times that I went through them, and they're still fun to get together for. I love the variety. I love the Chicken Chaser title. It's my title in game. It's hilarious. I love the weird stuff that you can do with your guild. Um, and the fact that in engaging with them gives you actual rewards, whether that's like the guild cape or even ascended accessories or things that might be useful for you. Um, capturing the guild hall was also fun. But I think as always, a guild is going to be what players want it to be and what the people heading it up do to sort of further that, right? So like for our guild, we have learning progression raid parties because we had a bunch of amazing raiders that were like, hey, we would like to teach the community. So with Faeus's help, we organize and now we have three different teams that run three times a week and we get new players in. We teach them what they need to know about the rotations. We help them get geared. We like walk them through the basics of raiding. And that's been amazing. Um, Some guilds, though, will be more social. They'll be more focused on this particular element. They'll want to know everybody. They won't want to talk to anyone. Like, there's so many different reasons that people might join a guild. Um, And I think that it really is just about getting enough people in one place that all share the same mindset or having people who are willing to do that kind of content that makes a guild what it is, you know? So many different things. (laughs) Just depending. And then there are people... And then there are those people who kind of step up, like you say, and they they take they take on some kind of ownership, or they like you know Mark Clark said as well, delegation, or whether or not it's their own, you know. And obviously, these people want to do these things, um, yeah, kind of gum, gumption, or whatever, to do the things and to help out the community. So, a coming together of the people, um, which is very very good. Um, Inks, um, I don't know how active you are right now in a guild per se. Uh, I know we were in a guild together for a while um, back in the day, but 
like what guild were we in i think it was a, maybe a crossover <laughs> i think like i was coming in just as was it was it the one with Roropichi and bogar and we used to do oh, the, yeah yeah the, the creator guild yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so savage he's just like i don't remember you i know right <laughs> it just doesn't oh wow <laughs> it wasn't yeah, the creator maybe. guild it wasn't the creator guild it was um it was the, like i can't remember the, well, I graded them. not a creator guild but almost everybody who was in the guild worked in was either a content creator or uh worked with fan sites or something like that i mean not everybody but a yeah, lot of the members yeah. were yeah um and mate it was maven yeah it was maven that's it yeah maven. Yeah, yeah 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 um, it, it's a shame because that was one of the better guilds because we would get together weekly to do guild missions yes exactly but we did that for four years or something mm -hmm. maybe and four years of weekly doing guild missions when nothing changes nothing's updated yeah um a lot of the people because they're content creators became too busy to just like be there every week so uh it's tough it's tough yeah but bog got his um rate mission videos yeah i was in a couple of those things was as well <laughs> was yeah, it was with our three guilds um one day someone shared with me the marvelous tip that if you do a race a guild race uh many different guilds can do the same race at the same time yep um and when we found that out we stopped doing every mission other than races because all three guilds could check those off at this like if mm -hmm. we if there's two races that day that's six missions and then we're like great that's good enough for the week we'll come back next monday no, uh, it was just, uh, it was too much to do missions for all three of them, so th now we just do races. That's a good idea. Yeah. It'd be nice to see them add more of that content, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Different missions. We've gotten some cool stuff with, like, the light puzzles and some, like, new things to do on maps. And it'd be so nice if we also got, like, a new guild mission with each map. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah, it's, uh... It's definitely, I mean, someone said uh, abandoned was was kind of, I think, you know, the way I feel about missions. Um, well, they, the... they disabled the guild team uh, before Path of Fire. Disbanded? So, yeah. Yeah, they, I don't, I don't, unless something has changed I mean, there in the is last a, there year is or so. One. No, there must not be. There, there wasn't a guild team anymore. Yeah. Um, that kind of content was what little came out decorations and stuff was handled by somebody else a, a different group of people you, you know another thing that's been uh i've got a wish list video that i'm, I'm pulling from right now um there the, you know how in the guild halls you can place objects you know mm -hmm. you can you, not, you can minecraft in the guild hall yeah i would love to see them take whatever the tech is for that and copy paste it into the home instance so people can design their own homes and there's yeah. there's many people that are like yeah i don't really care if that feature's there or not but then there's other people that would just be like cuckoo for cocoa puffs if they could do that like they're lying it, they're absolutely would... lying they're lying to you because <laughs> yeah. if they had it they would absolutely flip and love it have you guys ever been toward anyone's house in elder scrolls online because yes, yes, my yes. god the one of the biggest things in the game and you can't even like construct like you know i mean like single blocks and stuff like that but you, people with the things that people create and build in elder scrolls online in their housing is that like it's insane it's wonderful people in fact it's amazing it. yeah they love it uh warframe with clan dojos same thing like mm. there's whole design contests and all sorts of stuff with it eso final fantasy 14 people love that 
and decorating the guild halls is super fun but you're right i think like they've been in this weird place of okay so because the title of our game is guild wars and because guilds are a thing and we put all these interesting things in there to expand that in heart of thorns but now we have this dilemma right of like do players feel as though they have to be in a guild to play our game? Like, do we create content and ongoing content that punishes people who aren't, essentially? Like, You are not we... in a guild, punished. Yeah. <laughs> about it, when you think about it, there are so many people now that are like, I want to play an MMO, but I want to play a single player. And to yeah. me, that's always very confusing because I'm like, but wait, hold on. It's an MMO, though. So the whole... <laughs> I don't okay yeah. but I mean I think that they realize like we can't develop too much or put too many resources in this if it will isolate a part of the community but getting something like single player housing everybody can do that mm-hmm. everybody can have a great time you can even sell you can sell furnishings ESO makes a killing on the insane oh that's what they make the most of their money yeah. absolutely I mean they sell houses for 150 bucks plus it's crazy to me I, that's them. actually baffling parts of the cash shop in ESO for me and have I saved so that I can get the Somerset house when it comes around again yes I have saved hey so man I like, you should have just got that for free when it was available I came into the game literally the day it ended yeah, Jesus bro good. go back in time what's wrong with honestly you, you don't you have the, the power of chess compels you to go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so what that means so I uh uh, yeah, my relationship with ESO, I played it when it was released. It's a whole other story, but I came back to it within the past few years. Yeah. But it's been interesting to see how they have handled things and then to even look at stuff with like Guild Wars 2, you know? Mm, definitely. Absolutely. So that's, that's essentially a good thing. Like thinking about, you know, even the, some of the good stuff that are in Girls Like Mark says and then, and then transferring them into other aspects, like more solo single player stuff um as well like the home instances because you know they are one of the only mmos without that that are kind of popular i mean other than i guess world of warcraft um where they don't have that kind of a system but um and again you know the guild missions so they've kind of been abandoned and and i often think now and because i remember guild wars 2 for me a guild was more it was more my world v world that's where i started uh world v world for like a year and a half solid back in the golden age of world v world um, which I will always say in the golden days of like the amazing epic guild videos and the crazy red guard times and like just the players and, and uh, just the communities we had back then were just like the best. That was like the pinnacle for me of like That's guilds. Good. Blackgate was number one. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember who it was, but like in, I was in the EU at that point. You were um, EU, yeah, but yeah. For, for NA. Is it like... See, we, well, as, like, we had, there was some crazy, like, server pride back in the day, but that that doesn't that doesn't mean um, there isn't now, of course, because uh, I, just, I just don't... I'm not aware of it as much. But um, in terms of guilds, I guess there has been... There was a lot early on, I think, which I was really, really excited about, especially when I started playing where you could create the banner... Um, which you know is basic stuff now which is very cool and they keep putting these things into the game you know different images that you can put in like the quaggins and all the other stuff and someone designed one and there was a wasn't there a competition for that ages ago where someone could design one i think there was i can't remember i think um, they actually the last year had a whole new batch that came in that were designed yeah probably probably they definitely did add do that a couple of times yeah um 
But then I'm thinking, you know, what, what else do I do? And maybe it's just even a shift of, you know, I, I can't remember who said, someone said it earlier, you know, the idea of what a guild, what an MMORPG is now. Um, I think it was kind of all of you in some way, shape or form, you know, this RPG single player experience as well, which is very much what Elder Scrolls, now I compare Guild Wars 2 and Elder Scrolls a lot together because I do a lot of content in Elder Scrolls Online as well. Um, and I get the very much the single player RPG fact um, idea in that game more so maybe as well even though there's a lot of stuff you can do with other players um and because the guild functionality in that game is just awful um there's just nothing um other than guild traders and it's all about trading and marketing and and actually that system is very good um and it's all about creating a store where you go to and you own this store in the world and people have to go to that oh, store physically that um, see, see i didn't like it much but it it is weird how it's like you know i'm gonna go to this guild store and it's in you know deshaun or something and you're just like oh well that's actually quite cool but so you know i would prefer not to do that and i'd love to go on the trading post just you know <laughs> just do that and go to anyone um because it's just an ease but it's you know an rpg thing right um and you know that kind of thing is good and games do it differently but I guess I guess a question when I'm looking at all the stuff I'm talking about um, and I've written on this document is like how much do we need this stuff? Do we need guild stuff? Do we need guild features? Do, is it stuff we have to? I mean, Inks is nodding your head. You're nodding your head. So why why do we need these things? What? Guilds are and have always been the lifeblood of an MMORPG. Okay. Without guilds, without groups of players coming together and forming a community. Uh, there is no community, and the community will keep you playing the game long past your uh, interest has waned from the game itself. Because you'll mm -hmm. log in just to chat with your friends, to do something together, to roll versus world, or PvP, or raid, or, or do whatever. You will play the game much longer because you've made those friendships and bonds than if you were just playing by yourself. Or because you're the main tank and they made you feel guilty for two more years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Speaking from WoW experience right now. Oh no. And you're in the road and you're like, no one else can do this. Can you come? You, no, oh, enjoyment depends on New Where I was logging into that particular game because yeah. of the people, not because of the game. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I know it's true because I've done it with every single MMO I've ever played. Uh, I played WoW in expansion longer than I ever would have. I played SWOTOR way longer than I ever would have. Rift way longer than I ever would have. You know, Guild Wars 2, which I'm still playing, way longer than I would have. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's it's the um, it's definitely the bonds and the friendships you make with people, the communities that you become part of that make you stick around much longer than you naturally would have. So, so do you think it? So then, in that, in that, and, and I know this is this is your opinion specifically. So, in that, in thinking about that, do you feel like there should be more of a focus on how they maybe approach guilds in the future, or like do you think they should develop it more? That, um, I mean, I, I think that they, there should be certain tools and, and a certain amount of the game that should be um, designed around having guild content like guild missions need to be updated should be updated yeah guild halls the new guild halls for every expansion should be added with new decorations things that you can earn together 
Um, you know, I think one of the cool things they did with raiding was that you collected this currency to make a raiding statue to say, we did this, or mm -hmm. I did this enough to build it. What yes. about raid missions? Raid sure. missions? Sure, yeah. Raid Why not? Ra a raid mission. Kill it X boss or, or whatever yes. for the week. I mean, they could take existing content in the game, right? But just do something that makes, like, a guild mode of it that you could run. You know, where, like, for a weekly mission or something, yeah, kill this boss and then you, you know, get some other stuff. Or complete this puzzle and get everybody to the end of it. And then, like, so that, so that they're not having to constantly develop all new content for it, but that there are still ways that as a guild, if you want, you can engage and get additional rewards. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, expanding the rewards that are in the guild hall is a great thing. Or even, like, if they don't add all new halls, I'd love to see them add new tiers or, like, parts of upgrades where, like, you can unlock some kind of new functionality. Um, I mean, there's so many little silly dumb things that you can do um i was just playing red dead redemption 2 online this is gonna sound really well, weird ha but ha yeah hack, yeah hack so, simulator online i call it i was i was playing with, and they have in some of their updates it's a hot mess don't get me wrong but in some of their updates they've introduced this thing called like moonshiner right where you can become a moonshiner and you can start this moonshiner shack and you can um open a bar down in the basement and if you get that bar and you get the upgrades and stuff for it um, there are even like instrumentalists and you can go sit your characters in the instrumentalist spots and like play the instruments all together and stuff like that. Or, oh, like, this is pour... online you're talking about. Online, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you can like pour drinks at the bar for people. You can like make drinks per their request and like pour drinks at the bar for people that come in. It's sometimes even just little things like that that give people a reason to be somewhere together or like to AFK there um that can really make something fun and feel alive right even if they put an arena for like a specific space for making and building jump puzzles and there was some sort of little thing where you could have like a a, a completion top rank guild list like this person completed it in the fastest time or something like there are so many different little things that they could do that I don't think mean all new content but that could still be really really fun and give people I don't know, more functionality and reasons to get together. I think the and RP. OBT's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the, uh, like, there's some say guild missions for dungeons, like, utilizing old content that just isn't really used much, is, and just using content in the game, like, things don't have to be brand new to, to get, there's so many things in Guild Wars 2 which aren't utilized anymore areas there are like things that instance content where you're just like yeah this could be in a you know a guild dungeon every week you know get you know this path or get this whole dungeon cleared these paths um by the guild like you know i don't know rescue blah 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 in this dungeon and you know find this npc and you know get them out or something like that and it's just like a five people getting together get the guild combinations maybe there's you know a new cape or something like a different color cape you can get i don't know whatever but like um i feel like yeah those were really good ideas this is why i like doing this because we always have these 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 sparks of uh creation when just like hopefully maybe one day i'm pretty sure we've done some bits in the past where there's been like it's been quite influential i like to think some some point in time but um, I don't know. Yeah, I like those ideas. I think 
I think guilds are another, important. Another thing, if we're you know if we're if we're dreaming about getting Do a it. unicorn for Christmas Unicorns. right now, yeah. Oh uh, wow! From from talking to uh, Roy, yes. something I never thought of before I spoke with him. Uh, the PvP area of the guild hall, it doesn't use PvP rules. No, it doesn't. Anything. So if you like, for example, uh, Soul Beast uses Sikkim. It still does a 40% damage increase there. PvP, that's been nerfed down to 20. This is so a very you... old conversation that is very, yeah. very triggering. But you get what They need to fix it. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. Using oh, yeah. Rules. oh, yeah. But... Oh, yeah. That's so weird. I actually didn't know that because we have the PvP hall, but we haven't used it a ton um, or the building. See, Jeff, that was worth saying. Oh, no, no, no. I agree. I absolutely <laughs> agree because I was hype about that. That was the main thing I was excited about. I was like, you know, finally we can have like the guild versus guild community. When guild v G GVG, like I'm probably one of the original people who was there when it started. Like it was in the south side of the map next to the windmill on one of the borderlands. And it was that's where it was born. That's where it was born. And then it went to like, um, what's it called? The mini arena in Marvel. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, which is now instanced and you know that's where it started like years ago so i was pumped for it i was like there's gbg now this is gbg and then it came and it was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh god um okay cool. I, think, I think we talked about this last time um but the idea of like dynamic events happening at the guild hall would also be cool like a band of raiders storms it or something and you get a message yeah. from the guild it's just like that's how you get you know, to get in the first place to, like rally to fight them off i think yeah. that'd be neat um and i'm seeing in the chat actually a couple of really good ones the idea of like guild embassies in each major city complete weekly hearts or something or in favor with that city maybe there's special rewards or something uh mount mm. skin or like you know skins because skins are such a like it'd be so great to have more ways in <laughs> no one like skins and everything like, what are you talking about <laughs> skin for your mounts or for your gliders and things yeah. that would be really cool as well i think there's there's a bunch of ways they could do it and uh it would be nice to see some of that you know i just i i think that guilds again like it shouldn't be something that makes or breaks your experience but i will say that like having played a lot of different mmos the guild system in guild wars 2 even as it is did feel really fun and it felt yeah. like there was actually like attention paid to it to some degree Whereas a lot of other games, it's like, oh, well, you're just all doing stuff, I guess. Maybe you get some buffs. Eh. This is friends list with buffs. It's yeah, just like a friends list buffs, yeah. you know? I mean, so I think that's why hmm. people want more. Because the promise of something really cool is there. I mean, it's, it's, that's the thing. I think you're, you're, you're all right in different ways. You know, there is different. There is definitely, like, there is a very unique... It is a uniqueness that Guild Wars has guild wars 2 has um with their guilds for sure and like you know guilds i think guild wars 1 in terms of their teams as well like being known in pvp was you know and, and i wasn't massively involved back then and i wish, really wish i was um it was massive like i think guild had like was big you know a big thing and it is now in worldly world as well i think still a massive thing um and you know maybe in raiding and competing and you know uh the motors and different things like that um is, is very important i think you know the uniqueness of that I, I i am disappointed that it hasn't been fleshed out more and developed more i think there's loads of ideas enough that you guys have had just now which are really 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 good um and uh, sorry i said hire us ain't it 
<laughs> there you go. Um, and Mark Lutt talks about the arena. When I say I get I get triggered, it's it's just because you know I've definitely had this conversation before, and I know exactly what what Roy's saying for sure as well. Um, because as soon as it came out, and and when I tested it myself early early in back in the day before it was released, it's like you know. I'm not sure about this. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, uh, yeah, I hope hopefully things develop and change. And, uh, you know, there hasn't, there hasn't been that. I've, and I think that is my major issue um, where a thing gets introduced. Um, it's such an original, fantastic idea. And then it kind of doesn't get completed to a point where I think, you know, this could be so good. But then there's a move. There's a there's a move on to something else, um, and I think guilds are one of those things. Uh, personally, for me, such, this is such a tiny thing, yeah. and it's you know you know what I mean. Um, but we've seen some stuff with like the achievements for new players and things. Mm. I would love it if it's like a guild hall. There was something where when you first went there, or like when you first joined a guild or something like that, a prompt or something appeared that said like hey, would you like a tour of your guild hall's functions or something? And then, like, when you when you went into it, it would actually say, like, here is this place, and it will do X for you if you opted into the tour. Um, or, like, as you upgraded, it does, like, give you notifications, but I do feel like a lot of new players or people don't always totally understand what the guild hall has to offer. Muck, that's why your video being like, this is what the guild hall offers, is so valuable. Well, they probably don't like, exist. No, exists as well. <laughs> yeah. I really don't even know. I find myself even forgetting. Like, people on the stream yeah. are having to remind me all the time when I've been leveling alt characters, like, go get the buff from the guild hall. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I, like, go and I get it. <laughs> But yeah. it's like, oh, I forgot that exists. It would just be nice mm. to actually, I think, have something be there that would just excessively tell people, or like when you get that upgrade, you know, like, hey, this is exactly what you get now, as opposed to just having the people who might be tabbing in to like contribute the resources being the ones that kind of know. Um, everybody having an idea of it would be really nice. See, I like that. That 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 contributing the resources was a big thing when Guild Halls came out. Like when you know, we need to get the mind going. So we need this, that, the other. You know, we need to get the scribing stuff. We need to do. We need to get you know these waypoints up. We need to just you know go around the map. We need to invade the place to get the Guild Hall in the first place and kill all these mini bosses. And we need to coordinate and we need to do this stuff. It was so good. Like I remember doing that for the first time, and then there were videos, you know, speed runs of people doing it, and like other people, like you know, can you do this with five people? We prove you can do it with three. Oh, now two, and I couldn't say like this or whatever, and obviously not. Um, well, maybe you can. I don't know. Um, but you know, there was that probably. Sorry. As at a revenant, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So you know, someone's got that somewhere. Um, but it's just like you know all this stuff, and I'm just like. The, the uniqueness they have it and they've got the creativity and they've got the people there to do it um i think that and but then it's just the carrying on like how do they continue that and i feel like they just move away from it um and you know i, I give them the biggest credit in the world for how creative they are um and it's just a continuation of those things i think sometimes where i'm <laughs> um, <laughs> just like it would be nice if if we could carry on but i think that's that goes to it's very similar to many many other games but 
uh, maybe that's just answering calls like you know dedicating teams to different things you know you sometimes just can't do that you've got to create content going in other places and you know we don't know how many people you know got involved with that content in the first place so they might be going off numbers maybe people just didn't take to it maybe they weren't in guilds in the first place to even get involved in it um so you know they, they know those numbers we don't um but you know but but if you see that con okay uh as a developer uh, not that i have ever developed video games but just in general if there is a piece of content that you've created that people are not utilizing either properly or at all where it's just not seeing a lot of traction, mm -hmm. then you should probably promote your content creators who make videos and content about that, you know, underused thing like guilds or guild halls. You should probably publish that more so that other people can see how cool it can be to build racetracks in the guild hall, jumping puzzles. Wooden Potatoes had a long series for a while about his guild hall. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of guilds it's out true. there who do different things, racetracks and jumping puzzles and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Feature that more, and then more people will check out that part of the game. Preach it. But if you, yeah. but if you, don't, <laughs> if you don't do that, if you don't draw attention to it, then your numbers stay low. Mm. It's, uh, you know, it, is it, it then up to the content creators, I guess, then there's another question to, to help promote the game in that way. And, and I think the answer for me would be no. Sure, but you have content creators who are who are part of a, a partner program you can and use not them. part of a partner yeah. program. You use them. This is awful. <laughs> you know, tweet that content out. You know, push push a particular yeah, narrative okay. that you want to sell that week or yeah. month or whatever. Well, yeah, could... or... Go, 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 go. You have Be to free. roll dice and actually <laughs> fight to the death to answer questions. Right in between us. No, I was gonna, I was gonna build off of uh, Inks's idea. Uh, Black Desert Online. When you launch the game in the launcher, sometimes it'll show um, content creators that have passed uh, some sort of verification, like they're they're good boys and girls, and you know, they, they'll they'll plug them in the launcher. Uh, I was just imagining uh, a Guild Wars Two world where in the launcher it'd be like you know curious about guilds check out this video from blood and then the next week where like, was muck luck like four or five years ago i swear man like you would have been good in these conversations because we've had <laughs> these conversations for so bloody long and pvp is one of the places where we've had it that exact thing has just been like you know guides like what if you had a guide and and it's because of games like a smite is actually one of the big ones that there was the big comparisons back then but you're right the video does that as well where you've got these guides in the launcher and you've got two like content creators, even if it's just like to a list of people who are active content creators doing stuff. Even if it's inactive, if the guide is still um, yeah, relevant, like, yeah. valid, like let, let's, let's say Dolphy. Dolphy is a, a content creator that we all know, no longer active. Guide's still fantastic. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. If Guild Wars 2 goes like, hey, would you be okay with us putting this in the launcher? Dolphy would be like, free ad revenue for me. Guild Wars 2 gets a th uh, thing that they don't have to pay to make. Everybody wins, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I'm sure they'd have a review team or something, make sure that it doesn't say, oh, like, yeah. smoke in the background of the video <laughs> or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly feel like everybody would win. Yeah. I, I totally agree. It's, it is interesting because I think we're kind of on the threshold of seeing MMOs and or developers really, really trying to figure out how to use their content creators, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, 
on one hand, we do have Guild Wars 2, which as somebody who's also part of the partner program, and I think a lot of us can attest, I do believe there's a lot there that like is great. And um, I've been so glad to be a part of it. And I was able to go out and, you know, do a panel and speak at the convention and be in some of their mental health videos. And that was an incredible experience that I have not been like directly offered by many other companies, even with games that I have like a very good relationship with. So mm. I love that. I do agree that I think, especially with them being such a no sub, low cost to entry game, right? Um, really promoting those content creators and really building that up and using those resources to, again, cut down on their own workload and all the stuff that's going on would be brilliant. And I, and I really hope they keep trying to do that moving forward. It was great seeing some of the stuff with the um, big raid tournament and things that they've been able to actually like coordinate and get to work together and promote. Um, and I think they need to keep moving in that direction. Uh, on the other hand, then sometimes you have games, I mean, like 14, for example, that has no partnership program, absolutely nothing that's offered, not even partner links, not anything. Like, they don't even have an in-game wiki. Like, it's, it is just, it's one of those things where Guild Wars 2 does a lot, but I think with the difference between those games, like Final Fantasy has Square Enix behind it, which is massive. They don't have to give a crap about anybody else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To have something then with like, they just don't, they don't have to give any, they zero. I'm not going to curse because we we're not doing that today, but they don't have to because they have so much money and such a huge reputation. I don't know if I've versus ever heard you curse before, so that'll be new. <laughs> versus, versus like Guild Wars 2, where I think that relationship between community and developer um, can be such a benefit and has shown to be such a benefit and um, I think that they would just be doing themselves more of a service to continue to expand it a la like ESO which I think is really nailing it with Twitch integrations and content creator stuff and um, mm. push it a little bit more or they like you were saying yeah. they've got they've got their they've got the stream teams uh, stream links on their way on their main website yeah literally embedded it's, it's actually insane um yeah, drops drops are a drops are a thing which I'm still not sure about because I've been part of that experience and and it increases viewership but it doesn't it's very yeah it's yeah that's an interesting one we're getting a little bit off the subjects of guild of uh, guilds yeah, but but um, I, dr I think drops are a must in in the current uh, markets or current market yeah I, I think drops are a must and. I don't know the challenges of what it takes to enable to drops for um, Twitch. Yeah, there's um, definitely some good and bad things with drops. I think we could do a whole another video on that. Yeah, definitely. there could be a podcast about that. It's, I, yeah. I guess a way to like bring this all back uh, to the guild discussion would be to say that I think as well, like strengthening those bonds with content creators or with people who are a visual face of the game, like we were talking about creates a gateway to strengthen the community and then to also get people engaged in various things. So like with guilds, right? Like um, I do think that um, like a lot of, I've heard from what a lot of you were saying, you know, you run those same guild missions a million times, which is great repeatable content and also community content that you can do live on stream if you want, you know? Um, but if you get super tired of it or you're doing the exact same ones for a million years yeah. and then guilds come inactive or stop doing stuff or there's just not as many rewards, right like it's a trickle down kind of thing so i think that like although not everybody should have to be a part of a guild that like incentivizing content creators can like promote content but it can also create community and then you can reinforce that through a lot of the game systems like guild halls and maybe 
you know, working on some more expansion with that. That was a good link. Oh no. I'm I'm a feel supported right now. <laughs> um they're actually doing actually they're doing I was just checking the guild because I was gonna look and see if they talked about anything else yesterday. Um on the Guild Wars 2 channel about and we're talking about um supporting streamers. Is and they've got the art show on as well. They do do some very unique stuff as well with creators as well. I just want to say that even though we're talking about the more stuff they should do, we do appreciate everything they do do for us, and it, all for all four of us uh, do believe yes. that. I'm pretty sure that's the. Uh, I can definitely uh, say that we feel quite similarly about that. Um, Arena Net, uh, Jebro said all the bad stuff. I'm just going to slide <laughs> slowly the frame here. They, they, I am always critical, but always respectful um, of, of everything, uh, every opportunity and everything else and even though i am critical of the game at times i know these people in real life uh some of them even be went to like events that i've put on in the past in person and they know that um if uh we're always good we're always good about the game here we just uh talk about the things we want and we wouldn't talk about it if we didn't love the thing right i guess i guess so uh lovely isn't yeah, it? For sure. there's definitely a difference between like critique and discussion versus yeah. just like piling on a bandwagon and riding it off the cliff into the salt ocean. Like there's, there's the so salt many. Ocean. <laughs> was, uh, Reddit, right? Yes. I mean, salt yeah. Ocean was Reddit, yeah. Correct. I was, yeah, I was say. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's it's an amazing community. And like I said, from and like you've been saying, Jeb, from everybody that I've ever met, like be the be they a part of the game, be they a player there is an incredible passion and there's so much creativity and so much fun there. And like we were saying about guilds, if there wasn't something really cool and unique about them, we would not care at all about seeing it developed. You know what I mean? Like there is really neat stuff that's there and it's absolutely up to them whether or not they continue to develop it or if they completely develop other stuff. But um, it was, I think, a good idea at its core and um, especially now during quarantine and COVID and everything that's going on, we're seeing more and more people coming into the games who are looking for a true sense of community in an MMO because we may be more separated than ever. So the strength and the power of a community should never be underestimated. And I think it's really up to an MMO how they want to engage with in-game systems supporting that and then make an extension even outside of the game with their own social medias and community building. And, um, you know, Ruby is a beautiful soul and she is mm -hmm. fantastic. So there's a lot of stuff to already look at and engage with out there if you haven't yet, um, including the guild chats that we were talking about. But um, there's more. I was going to say, can... like, did you just want to say that Ruby's awesome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, cool. we can agree. <laughs> can but I think Ruby's also very down to earth as a community sort of lead, right? And, and yeah. you know, um, doing all that she does for the game. Uh, there is a sense of Guild Wars caring about its community, um, that is really palpable. So what they continue to do in-game to do that, uh, we'll just have to see. Praise Ruby, yes. She's to praise been, Ruby! <laughs> she's been there for a long time. Well, I mean, Guild Wars 2 time. I remember watching Game Breaker TV pre Inks will remember this as well. Uh, back in the day with her and... Um, I don't know. I don't know if Birds just and Moggy ever watched this. It, was, it used to be a, a good, a really good um organization game breaker tv where you used to talk about mmos 
uh, Star Wars, The Old Republic, and Guild Wars 2 was, and Guild Wars 2 had the ba- biggest hype behind it, and, like, Game Breaker was amazing. It was, like, a big community thing where everyone would watch, and it was, like, this YouTube video every week, and I think it was live on... I can't... I've looked on some stream somewhere, maybe. I don't... I don't think... Was Twitch around? Twitch was around. I think it was Justin TV back then. Justin TV. Yeah. Um, and it was, like... It was the best. And, like, Ruby was a... She was a journalist then, wasn't she? I think she's doing other stuff. Yeah. 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 And Liz, who uh, went to marking as well, she was... I think she was... Was she MMORPG.com? I can't remember. Um... But yeah, I mean, we've grew like I say, grow up with this game. I was in my thirties when I started playing this, um, and it's like, even though that's that's still a thing, um, I think you know we. I think guilds are an important part of the game that should be looked at and thought about and uh, developed and and nurtured, uh, and hopefully the expansion is another place where they can do that. Um, I really feel like that is you know the best excuse to bring something in new. For that and hopefully you know i think that's another thing you know another day another conversation about guild wars 2's next expansion features we want thing um podcast that i will have to do over like four episodes <laughs> um because <laughs> that's going to be an easy one to do um we are going to wrap up fairly soon in the next 10 minutes or so uh, I'm just going to have a look and see if there's anything on my list. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add about guilds that we, like, maybe haven't touched upon? I know, like, guild recruitment is something in the game where where games have had that. But guild Wars 2 doesn't have guild recruitment in-game, does it? Actually, or does uh, it? this is very recent. This is very recent. This, they a couple do, of months ago, they? in the Looking for Group tool, they added a guild recruitment section. So because it's so new, not many people are using it, but there mm. is that. It is there. Forgot about that completely. Jesus. But I get asked a lot um, on my stream because, like, I cater a lot to the brand new people. And I get asked a lot, like, how do I join a guild? And I'm like, well, if you want more than just mooching off of mine, I, I usually <laughs> am like, there's this tool, but not many people are using it. I'll put it into the Facebook group. I think there's a guild recruitment subreddit. You know, I try to give them some selection. I'm like, or if you want a world v. world guild, just go in there and scream. You'll find one on your server. <laughs> yeah, it's true, because there'll be someone probably recruiting. You just missed the post or something. Yeah. It's honestly the best way to find one on your server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we're good. I think we're good. Expansion hype, okay? Um, really, really excited to see what's going to happen next year with that. I'm hoping for massively awesome things. I'm sure we all are. And we're excited for the stuff. The trailer came out as well as Steam Guild Wars 2, which is massive. Ridiculously massive. Um, especially with all the other MMOs that are on there. Um, and if you can play it for free quite easily and link your, you know, sign up easily as well through there, it's going to be even better. Um, there's going to be, there'll be, you know, there'll be 20k people day one easily who haven't played the game that will play that easily, at least, I reckon. There'll be loads. I'm play for the servers. <laughs> that's my yeah, only wow. concern. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, day one, it, it's going to be insane day one. Like, it will be. Um, there'll be probably world v world queues, there'll be craziness, there'll be PvP, will be a lot more active. There'll be loads of stuff which is more, like, you know, lower down. Um, but like even people, I probably day one, I'm probably going to log in and create a character through Steam. 
I'm probably just going to do that, like, just to see what the experience is and to just stream it. Because um, I like doing that kind of thing and just be like, right, this is how it is to, you know, go through the launcher and do the things and, you know, um, and just see how the experience is for the, for the player. Because sometimes it's not great through Steam, in all honesty. And Steam login servers for MMOs like ESO sometimes fail massively. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it works on Steam side of things. But access, access is a thing. And someone said it earlier in terms of, you know, launches. Some people don't like to have a million launches. So having it on Steam is even more important. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Um, and there was something about, like, controller support. I think that someone said recently that Shaman found or someone did. Um, wasn't it in the menu? So, like, maybe even Steam controller support. Uh, and I've been saying for a long time, years, how I like consoles. Somehow, if it got into a console, like it would just be epic. Um, but you know, that's that's again a unicorn, dragon. Well, maybe not so much dragons because they exist in the game. But um, <laughs> um, you know, moment. But I don't know. There's loads of good stuff I think in the future, and and it's just it's just good, especially during COVID to have like some kind of news where you're just like, yeah, there's some cool shit gonna happen, man. <sighs> oh, <laughs> and maybe we'll yeah, get outside. It's nice to look forward to, honestly, yes. and uh, to know that while we're looking forward to everything else that's you know coming up and all the new things that we've gotten and chats talking about the skimmer mastery and all the new things, mm-hmm. right? It's great to know that there's even more on the horizon and that we can all kind of just look forward to it and enjoy it when it gets here. Exactly. Until then, uh, we will talk about it more, hopefully. There will be uh, maybe one more... There's going to be a couple more... Well, one more episode. There's going to be more episodes of this, but I'm not sure how often they will be. Again, because school is crazy. Um, Well, it will be crazy again as I start my second year. Um, But yeah, I tried to get these out as much as possible. I mean, if, if Rook is the host, we could just replace you. It's true, actually. That is true. I'll, I'll need good... to shave. Yes, <laughs> you need, need to wear at least a board cap. <laughs> at least a board cap. Um, no, Jeff, sir, huge congrats on finishing up your first year here. I know that was a massively stressful thing going back to school and getting all this stuff. So that's that's amazing. Congrats. Thank you. I have problems celebrating myself. <laughs> That's an issue for another time. <laughs> no, it is tough. It's like, especially like trying to do this stream full-time thing. It's like I can't dedicate myself to doing all the things, which is why I feel bad that these episodes don't come out as often and I can't do as much stuff everywhere and develop things as much as I want. But streaming this and that at the same time, it's, it's a tough life. But we all have the different things that we do in, in the world, whether or not it's family, friends, and working or or everything we get for it right um but i appreciate that thank you very much um other than that i think we're gonna go i think we're gonna leave it there i think i think we're good people um as ever i appreciate these i appreciate our epic and amazing guests for coming on um and just talking really about stuff that we enjoy talking about like this game thing yeah this video game that we like it's okay you know it's all right before we go um, sell yourselves, people. Inks, I'm going to start off with you because you really, really want to. You're going to do it. <laughs> sell yourself. Tell me, what, what do you do? Where can people go and watch you and when you will do the things? 
<laughs> you're gonna do um, some. Co you're gonna be bringing out some YouTube stuff sh shortly soon. Yeah, I, I right? should have a video on. Uh, I'm. I want to do a video sometime this week on the trailer, obviously, and talk about awesome. my hopes and dreams and unicorn things that I want in the game that will never exist. Um, <laughs> they might do. <laughs> and then Twitch.tv slash MMO Inks. I stream more magic the gathering now than or magic the gathering arena now more than guild wars 2 fine game but with an yes. expansion i'll actually have something to play so i'll be streaming guild wars 2 again eventually <laughs> oh inks i love you man <laughs> twitter is what what's your twitter oh the the twitter oh geez the twitter debacle <laughs> oh, yeah, lost... oh don't send it if you don't want it oh uh, well no the twitter twitter is fine it's just that I had a Twitter at MMO Inks that got uh, somebody hacked into it and destroyed it and whatever, and Twitter can't fix it. So there goes like 4,500 followers or whatever it was. Um, the new Twitter is at MO underscore Inks uh -huh. because that was the closest I could get to MMO Inks for some reason. Follow. Go do it, please. Definitely. Good man. Thank you for coming on, dude. Appreciate it very much. Um, Mark Luck, tell us the things. What do you do? Thanks. Where do you do it? You can tell us times as uh, well if you want. Tell us time regions. Right. If you tell us all the time, right. tell us the region times. We appreciate all it. Right. <laughs> Stop interrupting. Okay. Do it. Mark Luck, Douglas, Beth, all living Rich, all Desquire, the fourth here. I stream every single night over 820 days in a row. If I've got one thing I'm winning on, it is consistency uh, if you ever want to join me any evening usually guild wars 2 sometimes other things when i need to shill out so that i can afford more ramen packets i do youtube videos usually three to four a week uh like i said known for the guides uh, i'm sure we'll all have links to everyone in our respective videos of this if you're interested in getting you some of that the youtube and the twitch and all the things all the things all of the things all the in the description you will see links to everyone's twitch at the very least so you can go to their channels and see all their links as well below so just in case you didn't catch where to follow the people um but again Marco, thank you very much as well for, for coming on here i've never really had an extended conversation with you and it was a pleasure sir so very much i appreciate the invite i was uh, i've never been invited to a podcast so i was very flattered I went running to my wife, and I was like, I made it! I made it! <laughs> yes! International superstar celebrity sensation. Today. You need to add that to your title, then. Oh, funny I stuff. <laughs> you can do that. If you can add that, that would be good. Um, Bird of Chess. Again. Who is oh I oh I almost think feel as as if you're like a co-host on here now to a degree. I think we almost need to probably get that as a thing. Um, again, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell us about yourself. Where do you do the things? What time do you do them? And all the stuff. Yes, no, Jeb. I mean, yeah, co-hosting. No, I mean, it was, uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I, it's so great to be on here with you. And seriously, the fact that you even thought of me in the first place was uh, so wonderful. Um, I've loved becoming a part of the community and getting to know you as well. So thank you. Um, you can find me at twitch.tv bird of chess. It's all one word. And it's a pun. It's a play on words off of my name, which is Rook. Um, otherwise, you can also find me at Twitter and Instagram at Bird of Chess. We usually are live four to five days a week in some way, shape, or form. Um, if I'm not broadcasting directly on my channel, you can usually catch me podcasting on other channels that I'll host on my channel. So definitely check it out. Schedules usually go out Mondays or Tuesdays. And like I said, 
right now youtube is also in the works there's some content that should be coming out here in the next few weeks which i'm really excited about um as we kind of jump into that all the support love or people who are checking that out will be huge um because i'm really excited to continue bringing what we do on stream to a different platform and to uh help sort of connect with a lot of the information that i've gotten or just the fun good times that we have on stream uh, both for new players or veteran players to engage with on youtube as well so keep an eye on that and more news will be coming soon but otherwise, you can pretty much find me at Bird of Chest just about everywhere, and I'm always happy to see some new faces. So, glad to chat. Awesome. Again, thank you very much, everyone, for coming on. I will sell myself because, hey, why not? I know you're here live right now, and I appreciate you guys coming out. Twitch.tv slash JebroUni. You can find all the things below the stream. Twitter, everything is JebroUnity. Yeah, it sounds weird because I'm just Jebro, but that's just the way it is. Because otherwise, you might find a construction company. Um, <laughs> oh, don't ask. Who calls At least you're not a shoe. At least I'm not a shoe. What? Oh, I'll have to ask you about that later. Um, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. If you go to YouTube and search Muck Luck, it's a shoe company. Are they good shoes? I don't know. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Jibberini. You can find me most days doing all the things. YouTube, Twitter, all the stuff. Guides on PvP and whatnot as well. I do. Uh, I'm multitude. I'm a variety streamer. So I hate saying variety streamer, but it's just the best way to describe it. Um, streaming all the things. But uh, Guild Wars 2 is primarily one of those things that I produce content with. And along with this show called The Lightbringers, which is a podcast which comes out no maybe once a month maybe once every couple of months uh maybe a couple of times a month depending on what there is to talk about uh, you can go and find all the information about that um it's all on anchor as well as uh, my elder scrolls podcast which is called the new companions as well um, and that'll probably be linked in the description if you fancy going to check out that otherwise we're done expansion happy times steam happy times we're out. Thank you very much for watching. Take care. You can wave if you want to. You, you don't have to because not everyone's going to see it. If you want to go see the waves, go and check out the YouTube channel because you can't listen to waving unless you wave really hard. And We're I don't waving think really work. hard right now. <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you very much for watching. Take care and see you soon.